A content warning for our listeners, the following episode contains mentions of rape. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we've got news of another ship that's run aground, a bill that might end the biannual changing of the clocks in the United States, and new anti-abortion legislation in Idaho. It's Wednesday, March 16th. In Princeton news, the election for young alumni trustee has advanced past the primary stage. Seniors Naomi Hess, Claire Weiner, and Christian Potter were selected out of 21 candidates by their peers in the class of 2022. They'll move on to the general election, in which students from the classes of 2020 through 2023 can cast votes starting April 19th. The winner will sit on the university's board of trustees for four years post-graduation. You can read more about the candidates in the upcoming general election at dailyprincetonian.com. In Princeton sports, the men's basketball team lost handily to Virginia Commonwealth University in the first round of the National Invitational Tournament last night. The NIT is a smaller-scale, secondary postseason tournament for college basketball. The Tigers qualified by winning the Ivy League regular season title, but missing out on March Madness through the Ivy League tournament. Following their 90-79 loss, the men's season is now over, as are the Princeton careers of senior standouts Jalen Llewellyn, Ethan Wright, and Drew Freiberg. The women's basketball team will play Kentucky this Saturday at 4 p.m. in Bloomington, Indiana, in the first round of their March Madness journey. On Monday, Idaho passed a law prohibiting abortion after roughly six weeks of pregnancy, or when a fetal heartbeat is detectable. Similar in many ways to a Texas abortion ban passed last September, the bill calls on civilians to enforce its terms, though in Idaho, the state law would only extend the call to close family members of the unborn fetus. This law would avoid the constitutionality questions that are brought up when the state enforces a law, since its enforcement would be up to private citizens. Since private citizens, not state officials, will be the ones responsible for enforcing the law, it avoids certain constitutionality questions that might otherwise come up in court challenges. The law's allowances for instances of rape have been criticized by opposing lawmakers as fundamentally inadequate, as they require that the victim submit a filed police report and may allow family members of the rapist to sue after an abortion. As nearby Oklahoma deliberates a similar ban, Idaho may be the first in a succession of states to adopt this type of legislation. Across the country, the Ever Forward, a huge cargo ship, has run aground in the Chesapeake Bay. If that name sounds familiar, it might be because a ship owned by the same company, the Ever Given, ran aground in the Suez Canal almost exactly a year ago, holding up international trade for nearly a week and remaining stuck for months. The U.S. Coast Guard confirmed that the Ever Forward isn't blocking any typical paths of travel. They're conducting checks every four hours to make sure that the crew is safe. It's yet another bizarre shipping situation, and fear not, we will keep you updated. You might have noticed that you lost an hour of sleep this weekend. You'll get it back in November, of course, but until then we'll be operating on the summer schedule of daylight saving time. Yesterday, however, the U.S. Senate unanimously approved a bill that would make savings time permanent starting in 2023, meaning darker mornings and sunnier evenings throughout the year. It's a move prompted by economists who like the idea of people patronizing businesses later in the day year-round. However, many scientists argue that the permanent standard time would be better, with brighter mornings and earlier nightfall, as the clock would more closely align with the sun cycle and our natural circadian rhythms. Either way, polls show that most Americans would prefer picking one system to follow throughout the year, avoiding the annoyance of a biannual clock change. With this new legislation now moving on to the House, we might expect some change soon. On campus, expect a mostly sunny day today with highs in the upper 60s. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode is written by Theo Wells Spackman and Mark Didici, sound engineered by Hope Perry, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day.